Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's new cabinet has been unveiled at Rideau Hall in Ottawa this morning and there's some shakeups. Uh, nine new faces to the cabinet, two new posts altogether. It's two ministers larger than it was last time around. One Alberta representative this time. That's Randy Boissonneau from Edmonton. George Shahal from Calgary did not find himself a seat at the cabinet table. And a lot of you on the text line saying that's because of the investigation into him removing flyers from his competitor. Uh, as far as I know, that's still under investigation in Calgary, but he was caught on video. Um, not sure exactly where that investigation stands. Maybe, maybe that's part of the consideration there. And the other big story is Harjit Sajan moved out of defense. So let's get into it a little bit more here. We're going to chat with Amanda Connolly now, a national online journalist with Global News. Amanda, thank you so much for your time this morning. Always appreciate you joining us. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. So we're looking at two new, well, newly created ministries. So it's slightly larger than it was before, but some really high profile ministers right out of cabinet and others shuffled around. What stands out to you? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I will say kind of off the bat here, you know, we, we certainly are seeing a different tone from this uh, swearing in today. Again, of course, uh, certainly a bit of a return to the pomp and circumstance that a lot of people will be familiar with from swearing swearings in from past years. This, of course, uh, comes after we've seen some some stripped down kind of minimal minimal ceremonies during the COVID-19 pandemic. And really, again, it seems to be they're doing quite a substantial shakeup here. Again, you mentioned off the bat there, uh, Harjit Sajan will no longer be Minister of National Defense. That post is now going to Anita Anand. She's the MP for Oakville, one of the GTA Greater Toronto Area ridings here in Ontario. And that this really is an interesting one. She has been one of the two top names coming up as potential contenders for this role. Uh, strong background in really corporate governance law. Um, and of course, was the, the minister leading procurement for the COVID-19 vaccines during the pandemic. So uh, certainly a big name there. Again, uh, Mark Barneau, of course, who was the Minister of Foreign Affairs, no longer in cabinet we're seeing as part of this team uh, as well. Melanie Jolie, another Montreal area MP, taking over as Minister of Foreign Affairs. So certainly, again, a, a lot to work through here, uh, quite a number of changes, but uh, certainly certainly a substantial shakeup for the government as they enter their third term. And at least a partial nod to Alberta with Randy Boissonneau being named Minister of Tourism. He knew at least one of them had to get in. Uh, we do have two Liberal MPs from Ottawa. Boissonneau, he's got history with Trudeau. He's been in Trudeau's government before. Yeah, correct. And so we, we've certainly seen Boissonneau, again, he, he was first elected here uh, in, in 2015 with this government, uh, lost out in 2019, but now, of course, is back. And he really was one of the big names that we were watching for. We knew, of course, that there, there was uh, expected to be either, uh, you know, one of the two Alberta MPs likely going to be in cabinet. Of course, you want to, governments always want to make sure they have that regional representation around the cabinet table and having had no Alberta MPs in there during the last, the last, uh, cabinet this was certainly it seemed a big priority for them now um again the, the tourism post is interesting here we know that 
with the COVID-19 pandemic, we've seen a lot more of a focus into tourism within Canada, kind of regional movement, interprovincial movement, as well, as opposed to uh, movement kind of out of the country here, just because of the safety concerns there. That, I think, again, it, it will be an interesting one to keep an eye on as we see the mandate letters coming out for, for the new ministries and kind of what that focus could be on, on that shift towards domestic tourism. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. And, you know, like you say, the pandemic reads into everything that that happens right now, especially when you're taking a look at what's going on economically, not just in Canada, but around the world with, with inflation and the pandemic recovery. And Trudeau opting to keep a steady hand on the wheel there. Christian Freeland remains in finance, so we'll have some continuity from the last administration into the new one. Indeed. And so we've seen this signal actually pretty early on. Yeah. The government, uh, Trudeau, came out and said, you know, weeks ago that he was going to be keeping Freeland in that role. And I, I think that you're you're really kind of hitting the nail on the head there. This is an issue, it seems, of continuity of wanting to make sure that you have that stable, consistent approach, particularly as we're seeing the wrap-up of some of these COVID-19 economic supports um, over kind of the, the last week here and kind of over the coming months. Um, as well, there's, you know, we're also looking at things like childcare, which of course mm-hmm. we know that Freeland has been a big proponent of um, and will be a huge agenda item for the government to start acting on very quickly, given they are of course working with a limited time frame here of a minority government. We don't know when we could be back at the polls. It could be, uh, you know, 18 months away is a typical time frame here for minorities. So certainly a lot to get done in a very tight time frame. And really, I think that that is driving a lot of the changes that we're seeing today. Um, what do we know about Mark Garneau, uh, Foreign Affairs Minister? He was pretty prominent in the last administration. He's no longer in cabinet. Sounds like he might end up with uh, some sort of ambassador gig or something like that. What are we hearing about why Mark Garneau is no longer at the table? Yeah, this is an interesting one for sure. We do, to be to be quite frank, we don't really have a reason behind this uh, just yet. It's certainly one that we will be looking for as the day rolls on. But again, as you mentioned, uh, Mark Mark Bruno, no longer in cabinet, had previously been the Minister of Foreign Affairs, and and there have been some reports that he could be tapped for an ambassadorial right. post. It certainly wouldn't be the first time we did see uh, former Foreign Affairs Minister Stéphane Dion, who was removed from that role, uh, then moved into an ambassadorial posting in uh, in Europe. So will that happen again here? We don't know for sure at the moment, but certainly uh, that that could be a possible path for Garneau. There are a number of, of postings that will be that are opening up uh, shortly here, it seems, and so um, remains to be seen so far for sure. Um, last one, Amanda. In terms of the overall makeup of the cabinet, we know diversity and um, gender balance has been important to uh, Trudeau ever since he was elected prime minister. Um, where did we fall on that in terms of this cabinet? All that was covered as we expected it would be. Yes, yeah, so certainly the, this is a gender-balanced cabinet. Trudeau had come out uh, and, and made it clear that that would be a principle yeah. they were recommitting to this time around. Um, again, we know that that, that kind of uh, gender-balanced uh, focus around uh, you know a, a feminist government has been a huge part of the Trudeau brand over the past uh, six or seven years. So here, uh, certainly that seems to be continuing here. Again, um, strong diversity, both in terms of 
religion, background, regional representation, uh, a number of ministers here as well who are part of the LGBTQ2 communities. So really a, a quite a diverse group of, of Canadian MPs who are heading around the cabinet table here. And, and we'll see kind of how, how that shapes out as the government tackles the, the, the numerous issues, the numerous pressing issues that are before them, of course, as the House of Commons returns next month. Uh, awesome insight and analysis. Thank you so much for your time, Amanda. Really appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Thank you. That's Amanda Connolly, who is a national online journalist with Global News, breaking down some of the changes we're seeing with uh, the federal cabinet today.